Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, but should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to the Cannabis Health Radio Podcast. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. In doing these podcasts over the years, we've heard some remarkable stories of people who are given months to live. They got on cannabis oil, and many months later, they were cancer-free. And we have another one of those stories today. In April of this year, Teresa was diagnosed with uterine cancer, and it spread to five places, including the hip bone. Fast forward to October of this year, and she's cancer-free. Joining Teresa from California to tell us her amazing story is her daughter, Tiffany, and they don't want their last names used, so we'll respect that. Now, when you went to the doctor in April of this year, what were some of the symptoms you were experiencing, Teresa? I only went to the doctor to see about getting my uterus removed. Mm-hmm. And I was having a few little symptoms in the lady area that the doctor was a little concerned about. And so she took a look, did a biopsy, and she said, well, if this biopsy comes back negative of cancer, I think I'm going to have to put you under anesthesia and do a, a biopsy under anesthesia. So it came back negative. We went under anesthesia, I did, and they did the biopsy, and it came back stage four uterine cancer plus a different cancer that was, I can't remember the name of it. My daughter knows. Um, It was a very rare vaginal cancer that she had, primary vaginal, like, etocarcinoma. But I had no symptoms, really. I mean, symptoms that you would get from uterine cancer, like bleeding or anything, I I didn't have any of those. So luckily, I always listen to my body since I've had cancer before. I always listen to my body and what my body doesn't seem right, I take myself to a doctor. So you had cancer before this? Yes. What type of cancer did you have? Stage 4 colon cancer. Ah, I see. Not quite some time ago? That was 10 years ago. When I turned 50, I got my first cancer. And then 51, the colon cancer came back, so it was removed again. And it stayed away until I turned, the cancer all stayed away. Then I turned 60 and then something wasn't quite right. I go to the doctor, and then, then I have found I had a different kind of cancer. So Getting older is fun, isn't it, Teresa? Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to repeat. Teresa, that was in five different places. Where was it? Oh, gosh. It spread. Well, it was in the, you know, the vaginal area, and then it had spread up into her pelvic area. So it was in four different places in her pelvic one was the what one there's a pelvic there's abdomen yeah and then it spread to her hip bone a spot in her hip bone and her aorta in her stomach but there was an overall five places and so that's when they diagnosed her stage four and gave her the six to twelve months to live six to twelve months to live now what sort of treatment did the doctors offer? 
I didn't do good on chemo before. So the only the one they fill with my kind of cancer and all that would be Keytruda, which is an immunotherapy. Immunotherapy. Yeah, Corey and I have talked about immunotherapy. It's not the most wonderful thing, is it, Corey? No, we're getting some pretty bad side effects, including death. Yeah. Teresa or Tiffany, how did you discover cannabis oil? Well, my mom was, like I said, diagnosed in April of this year. And then uh, we got the final, you know, after the PET scan and everything, the diagnosis and the life expectancy in May. So right after that, because I was the lucky one, the doctor told. The doctor didn't tell my mom. So I had to get together with my mom and grandma and give them the news, which was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I wouldn't accept that for an answer. So I just started to research, you know, on the internet, different natural cures for cancer. I went on Facebook. There are several Facebook groups. I actually found out about RSO from a healing cancer group, healing cancer naturally group on Facebook. So I just did more research according to everything I found out there. And you discovered that cannabis oil will work wonders for cancer. Tell us yeah. how, you proceed, how you proceeded from there. I reached out to someone local as I was uh, given the name through an RSUFO Facebook group, which I know now never do that. And we got in contact, told them my mom's story. And he's, like I said, local, so a couple hours away. So I was actually going to go out there and pick it all up and exchange, you know, the money that way because I didn't feel like exchanging it with somebody I had no clue who it was over the Internet. And so, um, you know, I was just continuing to research more. And then on the same group, somebody had mentioned Corey's name and they just said she knew a lot about it and to maybe confirm with her. I had no idea who Corey was because, like I said, I just was finding out about the RSO oil. I had messaged Corey. It was either the day, the morning of the day I was supposed to go meet um, the other person for the oil or the day before. And by chance, Corey just happened to see my message and at the perfect time and messaged me back and just said, hey, do you need some help with anything? And then she kind of told me who she was and we went from there. But you know, we're Christians and I truly believe with all the prayers and everything, it was just there was no other explanation as to how it worked out the way it did. And that's true. It was like divine intervention there that led us to Corey. She's like my angel. Well, my daughter's my angel, too, because she, you know, went looking for everything. She always yeah. did that. First cancer, my daughter was there, you know, helping to figure out what we we're going to do. But without my daughter and then finding Corey, the angel that aunt saw her post and answered it, I would be six months to, well, either really injured by the medicine I was the pot I was taking from that guy or not here or halfway down the road mm -hmm. to, you know, my six months to a year. Let's just sort of interject here for listeners and just say that Tiffany was on the verge of hooking up with a very well-known scammer. So it all worked out okay, though. There are lots of scammers, uh, particularly on Facebook and elsewhere, that you have to be extremely careful of. Now, Teresa, tell us how you started taking the cannabis oil, how much you took. I did a gram a day, three times morning, afternoon, and night, rectally. And then, you know, you take it and you just go lay down for like a half an hour. 
Mm-hmm. So that, that's how I started a gram a day. Did you start right out the gate at a gram? Yes. And how did you react to uh, your oral dose at night? Well, I started out with a little bit, and then one night I decided to take a little bit too much, so that wasn't <laughs> good. But I'm, it, it, you know, I gradually worked my way back up, and it was fine, and you know, it helps you sleep and. Yeah, all of us have been down that road. I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. You just got it. You got to, You know, just adjust accordingly. I thought, you know, my daughter said, "Well, take a couple drops or just a small amount," and then after that, I was like, "Oh, I guess I just take the whole thing." Well, no, do it gradually. When they gradually, do it gradually. <laughs> now, when you were taking the oil, how how soon did you start to feel that you might be getting a little better? Well, she started Keytruda Immunotherapy May 23rd, and then May 24th, she started the RSO oil. And then how long till your symptoms started kind of residing everything? Well, pretty much, if I can be, with the cancer I had down in the lady area, it was having, you know, you would have leaking down there and you'd have to wear, you know, protective pads or whatever. And within a week, I will say, I noticed, wow, I'm, I'm not using as many pads anymore. Probably after a month's time, I had no leaking down there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think uh, that's gone. And then I, I know I had some pain in my leg from the bone. And I, I thought it was, you know, I, you know, I just thought it was older age, but I noticed as going down too that that pain in my, in my leg started going away. I didn't have a lots of pains, you know, how you get older, you get like a pains in your stomach, pains there. I didn't really have a lot of pains elsewhere, but I knew when I was using less pads, I just knew, I just felt in my body that, wow, this, this oil, I never ever thought it was a Keytruda. I always thought it was the oil is curing me. And it, it was just like, and I was just so excited. I mean, <laughs> getting six months to a year and then just feeling that your body's getting cured is it, just such an amazing feeling. It's just even hard, hard to express. Yeah, I can imagine that because I was watching a television show of a woman who was diagnosed with brain cancer. And when the doctor gave her the diagnosis, he she just kind of blocked him out and there was just silence and you could see his mouth move but she was so stunned at the diagnosis were you stunned when the doctor told you you had six to 12 months to live doctor did not tell me i was putting on some makeup at my mom's house in the bathroom and my do- i could hear my mom and daughter talking in the other room and do- my daughter said mom can you come out here i gotta tell you something and i could hear the sadness in her voice and I was like oh my gosh I just put makeup on is it going to be okay and she's like well just come the wet yes when she told me it was very shocking but I just thought you know I'm a person that doesn't tries not to think negative about stuff because with when you're battling a disease like cancer your brain plays a big part in helping you heal the more popular you don't think about you know pending death or doom even though, you know, you're given that amount to live. I decided we got to fight for this. So I know it's hard, but you got to think as positive as you can. Because I know in in my life, uh, my brain has really helped me by being positive thinking, positive thinking. Yeah, positive thinking and 
prayers, lots of yes, prayers. Tons there was of a prayers. lot of people praying too. Lots and lots. What's what went through your mind, Tiffany, when you heard six to 12 months? Well, when she told me her diagnosis, the first thing I thought was, thank you. Now I have to go tell my mom. And that was a big burden on me. And then, you know, after that, everything starts going through my mind, like, nope, I'm going to, I knew right away, like, I'm going to research, I'm going to find something, there's got to be something that's going to work, or at least give her more time. The one thing I did ask the doctor was about the immunotherapy. I said, is that a cure? Or is it like a life prolong? And she said, no, the immunotherapy is not going to cure her it's going to prolong everything. So, and I had researched Keytruda after that and researched the horrific side effects that can happen. And then when I found the oil, I was also reading that a lot of people go through chemotherapy with like slim to no side effects when they're on high doses of the oil, which is amazing because I watched my mom go through chemo last time and it was horrific. So that was another reason I'm like, well, if the least it can do is help her get through the immunotherapy with little or no side effects. So that's kind of where where I thought is, nope, I'm not taking six to 12 months. I am, as an answer, I'm going to research and figure this out. Was there ever any doubt in either of your minds that you were going to beat this or not beat it? First, I sort of started planning a funeral for myself. Like, oh, I got all this jewelry. I'm going to I told my daughter, I got this beautiful jewelry, my silver. I said, so if something does happen to me, I just want to make sure, you know, you know, give my friends some or whatever. I asked my girlfriend, you know, will she sing at my funeral? So, yeah, I thought about it. But then I thought, you know what? The RSO oil, I think that's what really got me to thinking that maybe I am going to get this because that Keytruda to me, was not it was just going to prolong my life, but at least I had a chance, a miracle. I mean, my daughter found you, so there was a reason why we were led to you, and at least I was praying for a miracle. So I started getting on that bandwagon. You know, the God, I had to get my brain, you know, back into the thinking about the good versus the bad. Thinking about what can happen and how I can be cured and how I want to be cured enough, get these tumors out, so I can get that my my uterus out and get that over with so I don't have to worry about getting cancer there anymore. And so, yeah, first I was sort of planning what I'm going to do because I didn't want my family to have to worry about doing all that. You know, losing me would be devastating enough, but having them having to plan everything out for me. But then I said uh, I got more positive about it, thinking about I, I have at least I have a chance with this RSO oil. Now, the oil you did, just for listeners' sake, this was a multi-strain oil, and if memory serves me correct, four to one ratio, THC to CBD. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you. What was your attitude towards cannabis prior to using the Rickson <laughs> oil? I used to partake when I was younger, and then I just don't much anymore. I mm-hmm. have people that do all around me. I, I think cannabis is wonderful. I see no reason for it to be banned in any way. It helps so much. And I'm telling you now, people that even smoke cannabis, I I can't see how um, we can have alcohol legal and not cannabis. I mean, it just never made sense to me. So I was pro-cannabis for sure. 
when did you get the all clear? Because let's be let's be clear. You're all clear. You're clear. not just they didn't just uh, that yeah. hold it at bay thing. When did you get the all clear? As soon as I had the all clear, I I, I text the doctor who found my cancer. She's another angel, the one who went above and beyond and did another put me under the anesthesia. I, I emailed her and I said, "Okay, did you see my PET scan? There's no signs of cancer." tumors, anything. I said, can I please have the surgery? And within a week, she got back to me. And October 4th, I had the surgery to remove my uterus and everything. And now I don't have to worry about ever getting cancer there again. So that's one place I don't have to worry because, you know, when you have cancer, you just never know. But I'm keeping up on my oil. I'm doing my maintenance doses for sure. I will never stop that. And just to add that after she had her hysterectomy, they send everything out to the lab. And she got a call from her doctor saying there was absolutely no cancer. They found nothing, not a single cell. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Nice to, yeah, that's uh, that's quite remarkable. I mean, going from stage four all in there to seeing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Amazing. What did they attribute it to? Did they, they knew you were on cannabis oil, right? My doctor did, but when I was all cured, when I still mm. went for my Keytruda treatment, I would tell the nurses. And I did have one nurse actually said to me that the Keytruda, some doctors call it snake oil. I really had a nurse say that to me. Interesting. And wow. then it got mine going. That's what I've been thinking. Yeah. Doctors, they just, I don't think they, a lot of them can say it. So I don't know, but no, I keep telling my doctor and my one doctor was like, well, no, I've had people being completely cured without tumors. And I'm thinking, really? Because that's not what I was told on the phone. <laughs> uh -huh. Interesting. You went from April of this year to uh, being told you had anywhere from six to 12 months to live to yep. October of this year being cancer-free? August, actually. August of this year. August of, yes. yes. At the very end yeah. of August, four months. That, that quick. Wow. Yeah. I think one of them did mention that they'd never seen this happen with Keytruda this fast like this. Because when I talked to the doctor about my mom stopping the Keytruda, she had said, well, we, we keep people on as long as we can to see, you know, the good results. And I think it's about a year. They said it start, keeps working. She said, but you know, we've never took anybody off this fast, basically. Like we've never stopped K-Trude on anybody this fast. So basically right there, they're telling us the answer to what did this. Yeah, wanted to stop it. Cause why take something like that if you don't need it? With all those side effects when RSO oil has, I mean, really slim to none. Yeah. And as yeah. the doctor said, it just prolongs the agony, right? Yeah. yeah. It's quite remarkable how, let me back up a bit here. You said, I uh, think prior to us starting to record this, that you have yeah. MS? Yes. And how has the cannabis oil affected the MS? Well, I'll tell you that I'm very lucky one with MS. I think down the road, I was going to be having all these cancer things. So I'm with my MS, it's it's very mild. I just get a little tired. I lost some vision in one of my eyes. I get a lot of leg cramps and things like that. 
So I'm not one of the ones that have a lot of symptoms with, with the MS. So I really couldn't tell you how it's helped, but I know it has helped people with MS that have these symptoms. Mm -hmm. Say with some of those MS symptoms, it seems like uh, getting older. Yeah, <laughs> they say, actually, my doctor told me that some people, as they get older, it goes away. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yes, as you age, she says, if you don't have, you know, if you don't have all, I haven't had the aspirations, I haven't had many, she goes, so she wasn't worried about it getting any worse. And I used to do the shots and stuff, and then because mine wasn't so bad, I'm like, well, what do I want to do this stuff that's making me feel miserable? Let me just see, you know, if I'm going to really need it. And I, I didn't, but I can't really tell you just because, you know, I don't have some of those symptoms where you can't lift your leg and you can't walk and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. I feel blessed in that way with that MS that I was diagnosed with MS at 22 and I'm 60. 22? When you had your symptoms at 22, were they mild as they are now or have they become milder as you gotten older? Yeah, well, my face went numb and my mom's all, you should be going to the doctor. I'm like, but mom. It's been two days. It's not numb anymore. And then a year or so later, I went to my optometrist and she was you know, giving me my eye exam. She looked in my eye and she said, Teresa, I see something in your eye. I don't want to scare you, but you need to go see a neurologist. So actually, my eye doctor is the one who actually found, saw it in my eye that sent me to a neurologist. And then she had a major seizure from it remember yeah i've had <laughs> i know god has me here for a reason where for she sure. almost died then too and i'm 40 and i was 12 then she's had a lot of second chances <laughs> yes i have <laughs> well you've you've done remarkably well though i think for someone who was on death's doorstep and the the oh, number yeah. of time the number of times you've had cancer and I, th I really think that you have found what your body needs in order to thrive and survive. Yes, and I will be taking, I will be doing my maintenance doses and whatever I have to do to keep this horrible demon cancer at bay for sure. I will, will never stop with my maintenance dose. You've got a great daughter to help you out. Yeah, hopefully I never get <laughs> yeah. the big doses anymore. If I ever did, if I, if you know, my cancers ever come back, I would definitely be going back on strong doses of that cannabis oil for sure, because I know that's what got me this far now. Oh, come on, Teresa, do the big dose. Yeah. Have some, have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, do you use it? No, I use a tincture under my tongue a couple of times during the day. And it's straight CBD, CBG oil. Okay. You've never taken what your mom has taken and got wasted? <laughs> no, <laughs> never. <laughs> but the thing about using it rectally that I don't know if a lot of people know is that, I mean, you don't get that high. Mm -hmm. You're only supposed to put the syringes in a certain amount, but to be not too graphic, but yeah, man, you don't get high. So maybe that's pushing a lot of people away from doing it because they're scared. They don't want that feeling. They've never had that feeling, but you don't get high with the rectal dose. I've said yeah. this a number of times uh, on the program, and Corey, Joss used to say to people, Joss was a guy who had prostate cancer, and he lived in Germany. He was Dutch, but he helped out a number of people, and people who were reluctant to take cannabis, he says, do you want to get high or do you want to die? 
And it's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was one of the first people I helped and, and he kind of carried the torch forward afterwards. And uh, he didn't turn it for me when I had Dutch people. And he'd look at them and go, do you want to get high or do you want to die? <laughs> I just, I love that. I will remember that because yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're going to get a little high, I think maybe a couple times I got a little and it depends on how far you insert also. Yeah. They, they yeah. only insert so far, but I might have felt a little, but not really. And it's true. If you want to be a little bit higher, you want to die. I'd take it a little bit high, definitely over the die. second. Yeah. See, when, yeah. when dogs back in the day, I mean, that was like 10 years ago. And really then it was all about oral dosing. I was actually one of the first people to sort of speak out about doing rectal because that's what I did uh, halfway into clearing myself a cancer. I started doing the rectal yeah. dosing and it was, you know, a game changer too. So, well, you've sure um, overcome a lot, both of you, actually, as you make a great team. Tiffany's amazing. She she was keeping in touch with me there, Teresa, and checking in whenever you had any or anything like that. So you're really fortunate to have her on your team. Thank incredible. you. I'm fortunate to have her too as a mom, and I'm fortunate to have you too. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody that has been involved. So, and God, prayers, faith, positive attitude, everything. Yes. Well, it's so wonderful to both of you to share your story, particularly you, Teresa, who you've overcome a lot, and uh, you've got many, many, many years ahead of you, and it was wonderful of both of you to tell your story, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and I feel blessed to tell my story. I tell everybody. If I'm, it doesn't matter. If I see people and I feel they need to be told, I tell them my story to whoever I can. And if they ask who it is, uh, I tell them, here you go. Message Corey. <laughs> and she's very creepy, but start out there. And that'll probably be both of us the rest of our lives. <laughs> yes. More well, messages right, Corey. for Corey. <laughs> <laughs> well, this your story, believe me, will change lives. I can absolutely guarantee you that it's going to change and save a life. It's going to save at least one. I'm going to bet a whole lot more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if I even save one, it's totally worth telling my story. Yeah. Thanks very thank much, both of you. Thank yeah. you. We very much appreciated. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Before we go, I want to let our listeners know that you can help us spread the word about the amazing, often life-saving health benefits of cannabis just by sharing the podcast, writing a review, or rating us. We very much appreciate uh, the help of everyone who's done that already. And we really like the five-star ratings. We'd also like to thank those of you who support the show by making a one-time donation or a monthly donation on our Patreon page, which you can do for as little as $5 a month. It helps to keep us running. You'll find out how to do that on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Thank you for your support. It means so much to us. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. 
and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on PodConX. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.